Welcome back, Gundawindi Regional Mayor Lawrence Springboard talking about the Tabir issue around the land being given back to the native title and the Aboriginal Land Corporation. Lawrence, I would suggest that working groups within communities should be formed because I would say that this situation that is happening in the Gundawindi Regional um, Shire would absolutely happen everywhere else so Absolutely. if you can as community groups and, and it's a very good flag in the sense that I, I, look i don't agree with this i've got to be honest with you because you know it's taken a hundred years and it's been used in the community i understand who is now and that's well above our pay rate who are, who is the traditional yep. owners of it i get all that but i don't understand how now this land has come about and i understand that there could be charges it's a bit like the gravel pit situation that we've been talking about that constantly over the last couple of months but this is a scary situation but if communities can get together and get working groups in their areas so they are prepared for this and get their ducks lined in a row i think everybody's going to be a lot better out because i suspect that meeting at uh, the tabia kindy uh, last week would have been fairly heated fairly concerning uh people would have been you know a little bit worried because they think that this is just the beginning and in an electorate where Senator Pauline Hanson came out with this stat as well, where the the most important you know rejection of the no vote was in the the federal electorate of Maranoa, so the highest no vote in Australia, and so automatically people have a different sort of view in that electorate, you know. Yeah, well, Dobber, can I just say on that? And I and I wasn't a no vote supporter, and uh, I actually voted against it, and um, that's my opinion. That's, this has absolutely nothing to do with the no vote. Um, I I have a very strong view on that, and I just stated it there. This is a view. This is about the, the law of the land, yep. which is established by the highest court of the land. Yep. And my opinion and your opinion is not going to change that. But the only way we're going to deal with it is to actually go through cooperation. Yeah. And you just mentioned the gravel pits. Yeah. Most most councils around Queensland at the moment are in diabolical situations because they can't access the gravel pits because of exactly the same reason. Same reason. That is not a problem in the Gundawindi Regional Council. Because our council, under the previous council before I was mayor, sat down and worked cooperatively with the native title um, owners to come up with something called an Indigenous Land Use Agreement, where they were able to secure uh, at, secure the uh, their public works. Native title by agreement was extinguished on that, which it required you know that once again native title holders have to agree to that, and we also were able to say well our gravel pits, so we've got actually a standard use thing where I've got access to our gravel pits. Other councils that don't have Indigenous land use agreements, they're in diabolical circumstances. It's a, it's a nightmare. But I'm we, hearing it everywhere. We, yep. we, 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 did, we didn't have that because we sat down and worked through it. And that means that ours is protected so we can do our public works. And so, so there are things that the communities can do. And from our perspective, I've said to the Director General the other day, of the department, um, we had a good discussion and other people, that they need a better process of dealing with this stuff because this won't be the first time. Won't no. be. It's not the first time because a lot of this has actually happened around Queensland. The difference with this is we were able to do it um, in a public way and uh, we've actually now got a process of consultation which is not facilitated under the legislation and that's not the fault of the big and bull people, that's the fault of government with a process that doesn't consider public consultation. So they've now indicated that there should be a process of public consultation and communities should drive this. But communities know each other because there's been 
a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, forebears of the digging ball people worked on those properties around there over the years and are well known. And I saw that the other night when people from both sides of there going, "Hey, look, I know your uh, your grandfather worked on you know this station, that station, whatever else." And if you deal with this stuff as people, you can work through it. But again, uh, that's my opinion. I mean, I have no legal right to say you can or can't do anything. We're a property manager. And we are trying to actually just get a process where people uh, are able to have their concerns uh, and their needs addressed. And we've actually come a long way with regards to that. But again, we are not the decision maker. The government's the decision maker. We're not the land owner. Um, we are just basically the tenant. And there's this transfer that's that's at foot. Um, it's considered an departmental process, and the um, native title holders have said they are actually happy to have a process of um, open access to that. Which, frankly, if that's formalised and agreed to, Adobo is probably better than what exists potentially, because at the moment there is no right of access for recreational purposes or other purposes. The only thing is that is a stock camping and watering reserve for stock camping watering purposes open. Only we administer it. We haven't been worried about people going on and off there. But if push came to shove, or beyond that, then then there is no writing law, and that actually opens up a whole range of other litigation issues if there was, you know, claims and those sorts of things. So, yeah, it's an interesting situation yeah, and one is. that's going to obviously we, we will stay in contact with you about it because as the process continues, um, there's going look. There's a lot of in in the in in the initial stages, there's a lot of people going. Well, you know w- what's going on because they don't know. But if we can get to the facts and we can get to some agreement, Absolutely. we can get a new, we can get freehold, some new freehold, some water protection of that water, right. and a new stock route on the other side of town, and then they can give back. They can't though, can they build houses on that land or the change of use? Do they well, need to go through the correct, the, the exact yes, same absolutely. things? They're in the council, exactly the, so they have to come through your offices to if yes. they wanted to change your use. Absolutely, same thing applies as everyone else. I mean, we, we are not at liberty to say it's none of our business to say what would all not happen to that land or what would be seeking to do with that land if it were transferred. As I understand from what was inferred and as what has been said in the media by the representatives, they are interested in a tourism venture and cultural, um, you know, cultural related things. There is a huge call in our area for cultural related tourism. I know some of the tourism operators, if that is the case, then, then there is a real opportunity there. But from what I can gather, everything that's been said, it's related to cultural and tourism. But that is, but that is not my business. I, I don't, you know, that's not for me to say, but if there's anything that requires uh, a change of use, because everything would be a change of use on that or any other land that's subject to underlying native title or non-exclusive native title if there's a transfer, the same sort of things apply with regards to town planning, you know, all of that sort of stuff, other government requirements, there's nothing that's any different. Yeah, yeah you're right. Lawrence, appreciate your time. Congratulations you. on going, once again, being Mayor unopposed. Uh, I really appreciate your time this morning and thank you for giving me an explanation on the whole situation. It is murky and we understand it. Absolutely. Um, and every single um, electorate and council should be aware that this is coming and this is something that is happening across Queensland. So it's, Absolutely. It, yeah, it's a very, very uh, interesting yeah, time. 
absolute absence of information and absence of community engagement leads to people to being concerned and sometimes with the wrong information and sometimes with the right information. Yep. I appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you, you, Lawrence. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. Appreciate Bye-bye. your time. Lawrence Bye-bye. Springboard, Rural Queensland today.